Welcome to the Hot Ticket Podcast. This is episode 19. 19. That's crazy. I mean, we've done 19 weeks of this podcast. Is 19 a lucky number? I don't think so. I think it's a pretty, hmm. it's a pretty like. It feels right. Neutral number. It feels right. Yeah. 20, I think, is a lucky number. So we're, I mean, it's close to lucky. We're like one way, oh, you know, one number away from lucky. 20 is a milestone, really. Not even lucky. Yeah. Like 19 is like, oh, you're almost there. Don't die. You're almost at 20. It's a denomination of twos and fives. <clears throat> and tens. And tens, which fives. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it yeah. is Thursday, September 7th. Episode 19, we're rolling, rolling, rolling. And ones. Rolling. Actually ones. Huh? And ones. Fives and ones. That's yeah. what it really should be. Just all kinds of numbers integrated into 20. Math <laughs> just, 20. They just pop out. Yeah. I like it. Um, so we are going to do something a little bit different today, which I'm pretty excited about. We have some topics that we're going to cover, and then you and I are going to play a little game. We play a little game for the people. Oh my god, I love games. And this is going to bring out our inner personalities. This is going to bring out who we are. People know us <laughs> on surface level information alone. They're like, Chris is fun and jovial and has really great impressions. Like, Corey's really good at moderating things. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. All right. The true colors I are like, going to come out. I like out. the sound of that. Our personalities will be put to the test. How well do you know someone? Yeah, we're about to find out. <laughs> we're really about to find out. So we'll do that at the end of the episode, and I'm, I'm actually excited to play a little game. It should be pretty fun. So um, with that, uh, Chris, uh, I got to ask you a question. Security is like a big thing these days, right? Keeping your family protected. What do you do to keep, Usually. keep your girlfriend and your kid protected from intruders and invaders and people who want to <laughs> rape and pillage? Um, usually... If I wake up and I hear a sound, um, I usually immediately repel from my second floor window, leaving my loved ones in their beds sleeping. Um, I've learned to self-preserve. So you flee the scene? I flee the scene. Fight or flight. Fight you're, or flight. You're flying like a goddamn <laughs> owl in the night. <laughs> I immediately run at the, the simplest sounds. Um, yeah, I'm not a fighter, so I immediately run. No longer do you have to run, though, Chris, because mm. the moat men security systems can build a perfect moat system in your house specifically designed for your family. Stop intruders from even getting in the front door. A moat men security system provides whole house protection, keeping your family safe from the, the diabolical outside world. You can customize to fit your family's needs. Add alligators or even electric current feed for additional security. These days, you can't be too careful. So for your free consultation, call 1-800-MOATMAN. But wait, isn't it expensive to have an alligator out front of your house? Is your family's life not worth it? Can you put a price on protection, Chris? <laughs> no. You cannot. That was a good retort. I was really trying to catch you. <laughs> I'd throw a goddamn fucking bull shark in there if I could. <laughs> That's a pretty good retort. <laughs> you're welcome. I've made my point. Yeah. Um, and security, you're welcome. Because yeah. there's going to be all kinds of people calling for their free consultation. <laughs> yeah. 
So <clears throat> we've got two topics we're going to talk about today. The first one being Hurricane Irma. Irma? So everybody knows last week, and by the time this by the time this goes live, by the time this podcast goes up, Irma will already have made landfall in the coast of Florida, which is supposed to happen Sunday morning. Sunday, yeah. So right now when you're listening to this is likely Monday morning. So the devastation and everything is already going to have occurred. Um, but this is just right on the tail end of Harvey, which is very devastating to Houston the, and the, the Texas, Texas area. Yeah, the lower Texas region to Houston because of all the flooding and the coastal damage. And it is kind of unique that right now, so early in the season, you have two major storms. And Harvey was a major storm in the fact that it was a Category 4 that went through the Gulf. Now you have Irma, which is the strongest ever recorded hurricane at now a Category 5 in the Atlantic Ocean. I actually read something interesting that the power of Irma was even, it was even registering on Richter scales. So it was registering on earthquake scales earlier, like a couple days ago. So its intensity has only increased. Um, you know, the company that I work for, one of our major offices is in Fort Lauderdale and they're already evacuating. Yeah. So it's not supposed to make landfall until Sunday and they've already, there's already a mandatory evacuation. So our whole Florida facility is completely shut down. All the carriers that we use for organization, they're no longer shipping. I mean, everybody is, is completely shut down. You can't buy gas down there. You can't buy anything. <clears throat> so in anticipation for this storm, you know, it's one of those things where, of course, we urge anybody who's listening to this that lives in Florida, obviously, to protect yourselves as much as possible. This one seems like it's going to be extremely devastating. And uh, the impact is going to be, um, it's going to be very intense. So... I do think it's kind of crazy that it's like back to back and then there's another one lingering, Jose, which is off in the Atlantic right now yeah. that's that's gaining power. And you know what? I really didn't understand earlier. <clears throat> I did a little bit of research because I know what a hurricane is, but I don't necessarily – I didn't know all the science behind it and how it was formed. And essentially what it is is off the coast of Africa, the winds that are coming off the coast of Africa create storms. When those storms hit the warm water in the Atlantic, it yeah. creates – it creates that low pressure and the high pressure, yeah. which it causes the spin. As it continues into the warm water, which it has to be at 79 degrees or warmer for that storm system to really create itself through that warm Atlantic water, and it just continues to get bigger and bigger. If that water is at that 79 degree temperature, that storm's already rolled through, it's likely that that system is only going to metastasize into something that is a hurricane as, uh, as opposed yeah. to a tropical depression. So that's happened now with two major hurricanes, and then there's Jose that's following it up. So my whole thing is I think we have to blame Africa for this mess. I mean, isn't it Africa's fault because it's coming off their coast? Shouldn't they be responsible for this? I think it's karma for slavery. It may be. It's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. They're like, fuck you. Just They're like, guy. Take these winds. <laughs> they push them at us. So anybody who's obviously in Florida, and of course, the employees that I know that I work with, <clears throat> that work in our Florida office, take care of yourselves. Be safe. Protect your families because this one's going to be. Um, it's going to be pretty devastating. Did you hear about like the like some crazy shit of people that survived from Henry? You mean Harvey? Harvey. <laughs> 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 it could easily have been Henry. It could have been Henry. I mean, I know a lot of what happened, but so, so there was a lot of like, um, uh, what are those like boats that um, glide on top of the water? Do you know what I'm talking about? They have the oh, large yeah, fans, fan boats. Yeah, like I guess, yeah, yeah. just fan boats. Um, 
there was a lot of fan boats, um, bass boats of people like rescuing. Yeah, they were rescuing people from their homes. Also, there's even more crazy ones. There was footage of people with like fucking monster trucks pulling military vehicles and pulling people to safety. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> like that's crazy. You know, you got this guy who's like, "Yeah, I dumped 80k into my fucking monster truck that I usually do to entertain people, but now it's used as this, as this. Yeah, getting people out of this mess. <laughs> yeah. There was a UFC fighter and I forget his name. He went down there. He had a, like a really large pickup truck and he he stayed in the fucking water with his pickup truck rescuing people for like over a week. And like to the point where he couldn't like move anymore. He was so tired. And he was just pulling people out, pulling people out, pulling people out. Like, he went down there specifically just to, like, rescue people. I mean, he's from Texas, but he didn't live in Houston. And it's crazy. Like, J.J. Watt raised over 20, I think it was $20 million total now for Harvey. Yeah. You know, the the fucked up thing about it is, is like, well, did everyone kind of blow their wads on Harvey? Because Irma's coming. (laughs) Which is bigger. (laughs) FEMA's already already tied up in Houston. It's like, is there enough resource to even make it to Florida? Like, we know there's, it's not like a tornado that just like haphazardly pops up. It's like, this fucker's coming. You can see it on the radar. It's going to hit. Like, it's not just going to dissipate and everyone's going to be like, oh, whew, that was a close call. It's like, this motherfucker is going to go to pound town. And it's like, do we even have the resource to take care of people down there? This I don't has know. been a rough two weeks or will be a rough two weeks rough. for the United States when it comes to environmental catastrophes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would say definitively probably the toughest we've seen in our lifetime. Like, there's been some, there has been a lot of devastating. Like, you had Hurricane Andrew. Yeah. And then what was the other one in New Orleans? Oh, uh, shit. Um, what was that big bitch? That fucked up everything. Yeah. I forget that Dude, that was like the most popular one. Like the early 2000s? Yeah, totally fucked everything. I think I was a senior in high school, uh, 2004, 2005. I think it was 2005. Like, yeah, first part of the year 2005, the year I graduated. Or no, yeah. sorry, 2004. Why can I think of that? Uh, it was really bad. Hurricane <laughs> fucked everything up. That's its name. But this one, apparently Irma was supposed to be, they, they were at one point, they were thinking it was going to be a Category 6, which is like, is that never happened. Yeah. It's never happened. Well, it's still, there's still time, but I know it's fucked up some of those Caribbean islands pretty bad people, already. People in their hut homes and. Yeah. And that's the thing is that there's not a lot of infrastructure in those places. No. So it just rolled right on through and just fucked. I mean, they they were talking about the countless, they countless already amounts said of lives that were like taken. 10 people in this like small little island. It's crazy. <laughs> first hit it. It's crazy. I saw footage of like a guy who was in his hotel. I don't know if he's in the Keys, but I think he's somewhere. I think he's pretty much where Irma is now. But um, he was taking footage from his hotel, and it was literally 180 mile an hour winds. Jesus, it was like that's insane. It was bowing all the damn palm trees over. You can see like just shit, just that had broken and fallen off. And And that's the crazy thing is a lot of the structure. That is in place in some of those, I'm going to call them third world, second world type oh, yeah. countries and islands. They can't sustain 180 mile an hour winds. No. It's impossible. There's no way. I mean, there's some very stout concrete structures in the United States that can't withstand no. that. And you're talking about these, you know, low level architect Could structures you made of clay. If a storm hit at full strength towards New York. I, isn't there like movies about that? Well, there's a movie coming out about that. There's another one of those like natural disaster movies oh, that's shit. coming out in like the next month or so. That's literally about like a hurricane like hitting 
like the state of New York. Because if it hit New York at full strength, that would fuck some shit up. It's not impossible. And the crazy thing is, is when you look at the radar map, it has its trajectory going up the East Coast. If yeah. it turns just a little bit in the water, it will hit up in New York. Not, yeah. not to the devastation of like Category 5, Category 4. But it could potentially reach New York and the Long Island area at Category 3. Yeah. That's still pretty bad. That brings a lot of wind, brings a lot of rain. And that's about the only value of living in the Midwest, people. Yeah, we just get the rain. We just get the rain. We don't get the bullshit. We already got and, the rain. Yeah, we got the rain, a little bit of rain from Harvey already, right? I think there may actually be a little bit more that's supposed to hit. And we've I mean, got a little bit it, of storms. It dropped the temperature here down to the 60s and 70s. Oh, yeah. It's chilly outside. <laughs> I like it personally. It feels good. But I have a feeling that we're going to get more from Irma just looking at the trajectory. I think once it hits Ohio, it's just going to be mass amounts of wind and rain for probably, I'd say, a period of like two or three days. Like they almost all do once they hit the de- jet stream. It's going to come right up our way. I, I probably won't even be here by the time that happens. I'll be safely in the the Rocky Mountains. So. Oh, yeah, I'll be in Denver. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't have to worry about all that BS. I'm just hoping my... Because we huh. leave... We don't leave until next Friday, so we should be good as far as, like, flights and things like that, like, not being canceled, but you just never know. And, like, we're flying out of Cincinnati, so we'll see. If I get anything canceled, I'm going to lose my cool. I need this vacation so bad. I'll be very upset. God, I need a vacation. Well, part of me wants to just be inside a hurricane. Uh, you can. Planes fly through them all the time. Did you see that footage, too? I've seen it. Dude. I don't, it's pretty good. intense. Those people are crazy. I think it's crazy, and I didn't realize this, but you have the eye of the storm, mm-hmm. which is where all the air funnels and filters through, like all the air from like the ocean floor, all the mm-hmm. and then it just exhausts out of the top, and then it spins back down into itself. It's really weird when I watch this like video on how hurricanes work. And then I guess the most severe part of the hurricane is literally that little tiny strip outside of the eye wall. I was like, the most intense winds. The most intense winds are next to the calmest piece of the storm. Like it's so freaky to me how that occurs. Part of me would love to just somehow spawn inside of the eye of the storm and just follow it. Well, just wait till jetpacks are a thing. And you have people just darting in the middle of hurricanes or just dropping down in the middle of them. (laughs) There's a plane overhead and it just drops you into the center. (laughs) See, that's the thing. Hey, Red Bull athletes. The dude who jumped from space. How about you jump from a plane into, into the eye hurricane. of a hurricane? Oh, shit. You tell me, if you fucking pull that shit off, dude, I'll, I will pay you all the amount of money I have in my savings account. <laughs> so exactly $100.43. I wonder what Red Bull will offer him. We'll offer you another lifetime supply of Red Bull. Supply of Red Bull. And a free Mini Cooper. <laughs> With the Red Bull can on top of it. Yeah. Do you remember when girls used to do that? Oh, yeah. they were, And they were like, oh, I have a real job. Yeah. Okay. You have a real job driving a Red Bull car around. Yeah. That's yeah, when they were like starting job. to get off the ground. Yeah. It was like, oh, I'm doing this promotional stuff for Red Bull. It's like you're actually just kind of a slut. They would come to our. And you drive a Red Bull car. Yeah. They would come to our UD parties. Yeah. Like chicks in fucking Red Bull cars. It's so lame. Who wants a Red Bull? Oh, I finally got a big girl job. No, you didn't. Oh, my God. You're being exploited. I need an extreme upper with a downer, so I have a heart attack while I'm drinking. Yeah. It's really unsafe. I do like a good Red Bull and vodka, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I used to drink them before hockey. God, you got to get the sugar-free, though. Oh, oh, yeah. I don't drink the sugar ones. All, God, always sugar-free. Always sugar-free. Anywho, um, Irma Sperma. 
is making landfall. So again, by the time everybody hears this, bitch is already going to be deep inside. We everybody. might not even be here. There might even be a podcast left. There may not. The whole internet may shut down, actually, now that I think about it. Oh, fuck. Better get this out quicker. We'll do it by walkie-talkie. <laughs> I love it. We'll just carry it on word, uh, by word of mouth. Yes, we should. Um, in other destructive news, Mr. Kim Jong-un, the threat has risen. And I think because you have two very similar people in the form of Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un, and I say similar people in regards to that, everything they do and say continues to escalate threat. Now it's to the point where like South Korea is they're they're on high alert missile defense systems in place like they're ready for a fucking war. Like South Korea is ready for a war. Um North Korea is ready for a war and I guess Donald Trump is trying to implement sanctions with the UN to stop all trade into North Korea so it can stop their resources. So basically kind of what we did in World War II when we were stopping resources into Germany. Yeah. And Japan, like basically cutting off everything that was sustaining their ability to go to war, to wage war. Mm-hmm. We're trying to do the same thing with North Korea now as to, as to try to not escalate any further. But it's weird because a lot of people laugh. And I was laughing at this when we first talked about North Korea and like one of our first podcasts. This was months and months ago. I mean, we started this back in April. Yeah. Here we are in September. And I kind of laughed at it in April. I was like, that little shit, <laughs> that little shit. He's not going to do anything. And it's like, it continues to escalate, but people are kind of still laughing and I'm not really laughing anymore. I'm kind of like, this could, this could get out of, this could get out of hand. This little guy could, he could do some serious harm. He set off a nuclear bomb. I think it was in the mountains, somewhere in the mountains of North Korea, actually set off a nuke, set off a hydrogen bomb. And that really tells me that, you know, when you start setting shit off and testing it, you're not fucking around. This, it's not for defense purposes. Because no one's making a threat against North Korea. No. You know, the United States sets off nukes and does nuclear testing as a way of defense because we actually have policies in place that says we are not going to go to yeah, nuclear we're part war. part of the, uh, what is it, um, the things up, set up by NATO. and the- Yeah, it was right after Truman dropped those two massive... <laughs> It's like, on Nakasaki and Hiroshima. We shouldn't have done that. Yeah, it's like, whoops. <laughs> Ooh, that was way worse than what we anticipated. Yeah, so we're, as the United States, we're not actively, there is no aggression on our behalf. There is no offensive for nuclear power. But North Korea is kind of like, look what I have now. It's like they have like that new shiny hot wheel and they want to expose it to the world. It's, it's just the, it's the problem all... is they're doing it in the form of threats and it's like, I feel like Donald Trump's like the last person you want to threat. And I I still feel like it's a bluff. Like, I don't know. I have, a, I have the hardest time believing he's only powerful because of the, he's only powerful because he makes people believe he's powerful in this country. Right. Yeah. Through power. But a nuke's fear. a nuke. Power, fear, whatever, right? If he was just like, oh, I have a handful of missiles I could throw at any, I would kind of be like, mm. Now, he's trying to show his power, perceived power. Yeah. Big or small. To the rest of the world, saying that North Korea, you can, a country which you can probably walk through in two days. Yeah, um, for sure. <laughs> you can hike from coast to coast in a matter of eight hours. <laughs> 
has a nuclear power and is as big and as bad as all the superpowers that are out there. Yeah. At the end of the day, I have a hard time believing unless he's truly, you know, sadistic and um, crazy uh, that he feels like he has a winning hand in this. Yeah, potentially. Like, what makes him think he he's going to win? My thing is, is I don't know if it's about winning, though. I, I mean, if you're him, would you, is, it ab- is it about winning? Or can you be so narcissistic to where you, there is no viewpoint outside of that? Or there is no logic? Like, all logic is gone. So if you're that, if you're that narcissistic, throw logic out the window. It's not about win or lose. It's just about I have the ability to do so, and I can, and I will. Forget, forget the threat against him. Forget loss of life for his people or for him personally. If you're that narcissistic, you don't give a shit about those things. That doesn't make a difference to you. That's, yeah. that's what worries me. That, I, think, I feel like the guy's just... You mean just, a, like a sociopath. Yeah, he's just so fucking crazy that there, there is no consequence to what he's doing. There is no personal responsibility. If he's a sociopath, then sure. If he's not a sociopath... Then this is all just a big game. Yeah. And a basically, one at that. yeah, that you can't really see a positive outcome for you. Yeah. And it's weird because it's like if you, if he was like the first to attack, it's, it's kind of like, unless there's something we don't know about, unless, yeah. there, unless this is like some Captain America shit. Please, please. <laughs> Dennis Rodman, man, man just, we, we should just listen. You don't know Kim Jong Un, but he's a good guy. Like we, I got hang out with him. We definitely we have drinks. Listen, Trump, we should get together. We should have a party, and you, you get to know Kim Jong Un. He's a cool yeah. guy. Yeah, he probably is cool in person. He's literally said that. No, oh, I know. I've I've heard. I mean, like not, secondhand not information. Quote unquote. <laughs> but I've heard secondhand information. Yeah, it's just interesting to me that. Like the threat even exists, and it's almost—it's seemingly like over nothing. It's like the United States has not specifically gone over to North Korea or disrupted anything. Like no one, no one on behalf of the United States is like, "Well, look at these guys. Let's steal, let's steal their resources." Like none of that's occurred. It just seemed like these threats came out of nowhere. And I know there's the beef with South Korea. Get the fuck over it, Jesus Christ! How many moons ago did that start? Forever. Get over it. I mean, South Korea is its own country. You're going to have to just get over it. And maybe it's a jealousy thing. Maybe Kim Jong-un's looking at it and I was like, God damn, South Korea's doing way better than we are. What it's, am I doing wrong? And I, f- I feel like Russia was doing something recently. What am I doing because wrong? Because of this. Yeah, Russia's had their hands in it. So has China. I know Japan's fucking pissed. Oh, I imagine. I feel like Japan's going to, they're going to get balls deep and trying to fuck some North Koreans up. I don't think Japan takes threats very well. And, of course, they launched that one missile over Japan, and all the sirens started going off. And they launched it over Japan into the sea. I think it's called the East Sea. Well, see, on the map, it's called Sea of Japan, but it's not. It, they don't call it the Sea of Japan. I think they call it the East Sea, which is apparently if you go to Japan and you call it the Sea of Japan, they get really upset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, it's the East Sea. It's not the Sea of Japan. It's like, well, then why does Google say Sea of Japan? <laughs> Someone needs to call Google and be like, you done fucked up. Poor Japan's alienated themselves. So, so what does it say down there? What's the population of North Korea? Does that say 25.37 million? 
2016. Uh, yeah. So it's probably still pretty close to that. Yeah. So not a large population by any stretch of the imagination. So just, just from a human perspective, they don't have a lot of feet on the street. So they better have missiles because they're, they're, not, they're not laying any ground attacks. Not, yeah. against, not against other nations. Not against allied nations. Not against the United States. Maybe against South Korea, but that's only going to last so long before the United States intervenes and just wipes anybody it's out. It's just literally the guy who grows up getting bullied his entire life finally grows up, decides he's going to be a cop, and decides to terrorize people that used to terrorize him when he was younger. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. It's pretty accurate. I have a feeling that's what it is. Or, you can't make fun of my haircut. Yeah. You make fun of the way I look. I'm I mean, cool. Not cool. if he was actually cool, like Dennis Rodman says he is, he would bring back the bull cut. Yeah. He but, does have a cool But haircut. just like the Hitler stash... That ain't cool. It ain't cool. And it, it still ain't cool. The last person to rock the Hitler stash was Michael Jordan in the Haynes commercial. Yeah. So. But he's a black guy, listen, so it doesn't count. Just like there ain't no more Hitler stash because Hitler won't cool. There ain't going to be no Kim Jong-un bull cut either. No. No, there he won't. He ain't bringing it back. If there is. If there was, that'd be cool as shit. <laughs> what if that ends up being the style in like the next 10 years? The Kim Jong-il, the Kim Jong-un bull cut. Or whatever. It's not even a bowl cut. His dad had more of a bowl cut. He has, it's like a quasi bowl cut. Yeah. It's like a military style bowl cut, not a traditional bowl cut. I wonder if he kills the person that does his hair if they don't do it right. Mm, probably. <laughs> you know, I, I heard something interesting today that he made a human whack-a-mole game. So for people that people that he doesn't like, holy shit! He created this huge whack a mole thing, and he would hit him over the head, and they make him pop out of the holes. Holy shit! Like, I'm not I'm not exaggerating. I actually legit heard that today. Oh my god! <laughs> Kim Jong Un created a human whack a mole game. <laughs> Fucking great! I hope for the sake of his PR, that's not true. <laughs> he flamed through his own uncle. Yeah, like that's freaking what the fuck, man? Yeah. He's crazy. That's what I mean. Like, that kind of crazy doesn't care about repercussions. That kind of crazy doesn't care about consequence. That kind of crazy will just drop some nukes and be like, fuck it. That's what makes me nervous, is that there is no logic. Like, he's not looking at it going, like, how do I win? If we go to war, how do I win? He's like, I don't give a fuck if I win. I'm going to take some people out with me. Yeah. I'm going to be in the East, right? Yeah. He done fucked up. I don't even know what that's. I don't even know what ethnicity that was, but it was definitely either. not North Korean. I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> so North Korea, go fuck yourself. Yeah, well, I feel bad for the people that live there, though. There's just like there are people trapped in this country that they'll likely never get a chance to leave, so or that'll likely never be under control, other than whoever takes over from Kim Jong. Which at this point they're already talking about his like eight year old son. I'm like, great. That little fucking wait. He has phase. a child. Yeah, he has a little cunt of a kid. He's like eight or something, and they're already prepping him to be the the next leader of North Korea. He wears like the same shit his dad does too, like those black suits with like the white undershirt. Please tell me he has a wool cut. I think he's got like a little. I think he's got a little fruity haircut <laughs> oh, too. To see, yeah, this. just just yeah. Pull up Kim Jong Un, son. How old is he? Maybe he's younger than eight. I know he is a kid. North Korean special. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Oh, shit. Special air son spies. Oh, he's a little older than that. Does he, does he have? 
where which one is he I don't know. Maybe there isn't a picture of him because, I mean, really, there's no, there's not a lot of pictures that get released out of North Korea, so there may not be one of them. But yeah, the article I read was like he's gonna be, he'll be the next heir, he'll be the next one to take over. Holy shit! And if Kim Jong Un dies at this point, it's like, is the kid old enough to take over? Is he old enough to be leader? He's right. I mean, he's the rightful heir. So I have, I have a sneaking suspicion that if Kim Jong Un is taken out of power that country will go through, like, a large revolution. Yeah, I would have to assume as well. Like, the army would likely disband, right? Like, the, those people cannot be supreme loyalists. Yeah. There's no way. I can't imagine it. There's no way that they're loyal to that degree. Yeah, I'd have to... I'd, I'm with you. I'm He's saying like, takeover. He looks... Kim Jong-un in this photo looks like a fucking Asian guile from Street Fighter. <laughs> no, his hair is so weird. <laughs> It's like, how did you get that hair? Like, who who looked at you and was just like, you know what? I got this. I know exactly what'll look good on you. Yeah. I mean, think about think about if you were just face to face with Kim Jong Un. Like, he'd be easy to beat the shit out of. Like, if he didn't have his military around him, no one else was around. Him. Just it was just you and him. It was you and him in a fucking locked room. You could literally just go to town. I mean, you could fuck that little dude up. He would just receive the ass beating of a lifetime. Look at him. He's just yeah. a pudgy little guy. There's no fight in that guy. Just power hungry. It's like little man syndrome. He's like Napoleon. Basically. He doesn't but, even look like he can grow facial hair either. I don't, I don't respect yeah, that. Yeah, I doubt it. I don't yeah. respect that at all. Yeah, he's a, he's a nightmare, man. He's a nightmare. You're not getting a seat at the table anytime soon, you freak. Yeah. There's so much skin around his face. Yeah, he's he's like a pudgy face. He's got like a little dough ball face. He literally has a circle face. Yeah, he's got an, he's got like an egg shaped head. It looks like an egg. It looks like one of those brown eggs. Oh my God, there's the guile haircut again. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. What do you want to look like? Character from Street Fighter. I, like, I got this. I like Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah, God, he is just one fucked up individual. Jean-Claude Van Damme, boom, boom, you know? Guy <laughs> uh, I give it, so here's my thing. I'm going to ask you a question. Are we going to go to war with North Korea, or aren't we going to war with North Korea? Your predictions. And I'll say specifically within the next six months. I don't think it would be necessarily war, because I feel like a war entails years of conflict. At least. Well, that's your definition of war, but really, if you sign a declaration of war, it's considered a war. Yeah, true. Um, Whether it's one drone strike or one nuke. I want to call it a conflict. <laughs> like, I feel like we're already in a conflict. It's going to be a short-term conflict. You think so? Yeah. You think it's just going to be a wipeout of military leaders and done? Who's going to back them other than crazy Russia? I don't even think Russia's going to back them. Russia. The only thing Russia, the only thing Russia's worried about is their trade with North Korea. That's yeah. all they care about. But I don't think it, if it came to blows, they weren't, they wouldn't back them. I don't think they'd back us either. I think they would just stay out of it. They would stay out of it. Yeah. They'd be like, ah, fuck. Here we go. Yeah, I mean, I, I this is this is a game in which I don't perceive us ever putting troops on the ground in North Korea. Yeah, I don't see that either. Um, I feel like a couple drone strikes get the there'd be drone across. strikes, uh, you know, aircraft strikes, 
yeah. ship strikes. May end up using the South Korean military as far as a ground force, so we wouldn't have to. I mean, I, I just... And we protect South Korea border. I just can't see it. Like, part of me thinks, and this is just me thinking, his country is only going to fight for him if they feel like they're threatened by him. That's true. If you take away that threat, and you, as a North Korean citizen, come to the conclusion that there's no way Kim Jong-un is going to win, you might flip sides really quickly and help everybody who's trying to stop him. Sure. Meaning that there's no loyalty. Right. Which is going to create probably internal, you know, like a civil war. Yeah. Um, it's a takeover. Against him. In which, at that point, he's truly lost power. Yeah, it's a revolution. So, which is, which is plausible. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel I, like there's more people that hate him in North Korea than love him. I would imagine. Yes. So, it, I don't think we'll ever get to the point where there's like troops on the ground, but there, there is the strong potential but. that we will see a military strike that will be devastating to mostly North Korea. Yeah. I feel like uh, if anyone gets fucked up, it's going to be them. Yeah. I just don't want to. I'm just not really all that keen on seeing a loss of life on the behalf of the Americans. Especially if it's innocently, right? Like, there's no doubt if this comes down to military, you know, military attacks on North Korea, you're not going to be able to, like, protect some people. Like... It's true. Innocents are for sure going to die. Oh, of course. And that's the sad part. Like, that's the part you don't want to see. You wish we could go in there like SEAL Team 6 style and just fucking yeah. slit his throat, but the likelihood of that is, it's not likely at all. I'm sure that motherfucker. It's just too much protection. That motherfucker's so paranoid, he's probably got a bunker that's like a half a mile down into the ground. Oh, yeah. You're not going to be able to touch him. There's no touching him. Not at this point. And I'm sure he's got all the food that he didn't give to his people down there. Yeah, for sure. Some crazy documentaries on North Korea on uh, Netflix. People should watch them. They're pretty, it's pretty interesting. Propaganda ones. And then there's one about like the history of North Korea, which is pretty crazy because it like talks about his dad and then previous to his father. And it's it's just kind of, it's weird how it it got to the way that it is now. Just seems like a very hateful country. Not even a hateful country, just hateful leadership. Yeah. Like the rest of the country. I mean, people in North Korea are probably cool as shit, but. He just ruins it for everybody. Oh, you want to play Dance Dance Revolution with me, okay? It's like, yeah, Yeah. man. We'll play Dance Dance. So, um, let's get off that topic. You and I are going to play a little game. So this is how we're going to close out this week's episode. We're going to close out this week's episode by playing the game, the famous game, Would You Rather. Oh, shit. One of my favorite games because this really gives us a nice, this gives our audience a deep look into who we are. Okay. Soulfully, you guys are going to understand where our heads are at. You may look at this, and we may be represented in your eyes as fucking crazy, lovable, hateful, spiteful, <laughs> arrogant. Are we would you rathering each other? Sexually charged, perhaps. Oh. It could be all kinds of I'm things. I'm assuming that's elite and demented. A really into some freaky shit. Huh. Maybe swingers. Who knows? So are you going to answer for yourself as well? I will. So I'm going to answer. You're going to answer. Then I'm going to answer. But you've got to give. And my instructions to you are that you have to give reasons why you answer. Right. What's the logic? You can't just be like this one done. Like it's this one. But why this one? Okay. I mean, yeah. I don't know why. Why? 
Okay. So, <clears throat> so the first one is, and this is a pretty easy one. Would you rather lose your sex organs forever or gain 200 pounds for the rest of your life? Lose my sex organs forever. Meaning your dick and balls. Pounds. I don't know of any other sex organs. If I have to play it based on the cards that are currently dealt to me in my life, I would say I would gain 200 pounds. I masturbate way too much to want to give that up. Um, or knowing that my beloved would probably still love me even after the 200 pound gains mm -hmm. and could still probably reach it if she pulls back the flap. So that's a big flap. So <laughs> what, what do you weigh right now? Like 180. Okay. So add 200 to that. You weigh 380 pounds. <laughs> the question is, is can that's a 380 pound person see his wiener or get to his wiener? I don't think you don't have to see it. Does as long it as you can like, feel it. If I'm 380 pounds, does it absorb inside your skin? Is, is my wiener so, uh, receded that you just see like water pouring over like one of those little fat like fountain waterfalls you, just, you know like it just like you just see pee coming out it's just kind of rolling down like a waterfall <laughs> on my fat <laughs> could be or can she actually could be could she possibly get to it because it really just comes down to sex well you can always get to it it, it purely comes down to sex at this point like yeah i would want to be able to still perform even if I can't breathe <laughs> because yeah. of the weight. Um, and even if um, my wiener in most cases is inaccessible. Yeah. I'd probably, I'd probably gain weight. Gain 200? Yeah. And live for that with the rest of your life? Yeah. But if you could live like a healthy life of no, of no tackle, 200 pounds, 380 pounds is probably an indication you're going to have a shorter life. So are you okay with not living as long? Oh, yeah. I don't want to live long. No. Well, then, <laughs> then this is for you. Um, I am with you there. So I was thinking gain the 200 pounds unless I could be like Grey, Grey Worm from Game of Thrones and like the Unsullied. Oh, yeah. Where they're badasses and who cares if you don't have a dick because you can murder people. If, that, if I could be that, then I'd probably choose that because he, you, I don't think you're caught up far enough yet to know this, but he got fresh with a little black girl and they were like, they rubbed, they rubbed parts, they rubbed genital, well, his lack of genitals, but they like rub pelvic bones together. Like Aww. in one episode, they were like, you know, they were like bumping bones. So, I mean, it looked like he was getting off. So, so maybe. She, so she's with a man, but she, but he says it was like a woman. Pretty much, <laughs> pretty much, but I'm, I'm kind of with you. I think I would take the weight gain also like you in regards that I just really don't want to live that long. <laughs> so it's like kind of a win-win plus, I mean, being fat is an indication that you're, you're able to eat everything that you want. So it's like, kind of like who gives a fuck? I'm going to be happy and eat, you know, froyo every night for dinner. Yeah. So it doesn't sound all that bad. No, I mean, like I said, heart Maybe disease, obesity. Yeah. Diabetes, Diabetes, probably a reality. Yeah. You can manage them. They're manageable. Yeah. But yeah, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. I'd have to, I, I, I'm not, I mean, I obviously wouldn't be too happy to do like the whole, uh, like index and thumb thing to try to like pinch underneath my fat to grab my <laughs> wiener and pull it out <laughs> so I can just pee. And don't avoid the like the waterfall treatment. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean like That's yummy. 
make me some harnesses, hoist me up, and pull back that fat. And clean me up. Let's fucking do this. <laughs> All right. I respect that answer. I respect that answer. Um, number two, would you rather peel all your nails out of your fingers or pull the teeth out of your mouth? Pull all the nails out of my fingers, even though I have a weird phobia for that, mm-hmm. especially my feet. I personally, and you know this, have a uh, habit of chewing my nails when I'm nervous. Yeah. So the idea of getting rid of my nails and never having to bite them again. That's pretty easy. Sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sounds pretty awesome. And I'm, I'm really I'm really fickle about my teeth too. So like I'm really vain in a lot of ways. And people are more likely to look at my face when they're interacting with me than my hands. So if I don't have teeth and you're interacting with me, I'm gonna be self conscious that it's like, oh my god, does he know she don't have any fucking teeth? <laughs> so I have here's my thought on it. So for me, I'd pick pulling out all my teeth. I don't like the nail thing. Makes me sick to my stomach. That's exactly it. I would just get fake teeth because if you get fake teeth, you get perfect teeth. Okay, let's assume for a second that you can't get fucking fake teeth or fake fingernails. Oh, then fingernails for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna live without teeth. (laughs) Yeah. So imagine you're sunken. Yeah. I mean, if that's if that's the scenario, if we're gonna play the whole, we'll say there was no replacement. Yeah. Then fingernails for sure. Now, about at like first glance, I feel like it'd be easier for me to pull out my teeth than it would be my fingernails. Like I'd have an easier time. Yeah. It'd be taking a pair of pliers and just yanking a bitch out. It'd be easier. I feel like it would be a lot worse with the the fingernails. Mom actually showed me the other day where she was like. She's like, yeah, I was like washing my hands in the shower. Oh, Oh, it was gross. All she was doing was washing her hair in the shower, and her fingernail caught funny on her hair and ripped the whole fucking thing off almost. It was disgusting. Damn, it made me sick to my stomach. (laughs) So, yeah, I think from a a pain or tolerance perspective, I could definitely do do the teeth. I could do teeth much easier than nails. But if I can't have my teeth back, I'm going for the nails. Yeah. I'll suffer through the pain. Yeah. Um, number three, <laughs> I feel like this is actually, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to skip that one. I'm going to do that one last. So this number three would be, would you rather be in a real version of the walking dead or a real version of Jurassic park? Oh shit. Um, this is a good one. And I, I thought about this a lot earlier when I was, um, uh, real version of Jurassic park. The reason is, is I think of population. Okay. I also think of um, infections as well as diseases and viruses. Like a dinosaur, as deadly as they possibly could be, likely won't be more populated than us because they're very large creatures comparatively. Yeah. Require a large food supply. They won't be able to populate as much as we are because we're generally smart. Um, dinosaurs also, while great hunters, um, have tiny little walnut brains, have tiny little walnut brains, which could provide some predictability. Yeah. Um, zombies brings with you a whole wealth of issues. Yeah. But zombies have no brains. They don't have any brains, but I could, I could survive potentially from a dinosaur attack. I'm unlikely to survive from a zombie attack. That could be debated, though. <laughs> that could be debated. 
Uh, <laughs> you're like in context of like a T-Rex has you cornered. You're going to survive it is highly unlikely. I feel like it would be more difficult to survive a zombie apocalypse than a dinosaur apocalypse. Okay. Just because of popul- population and disease control. Is and we're probably- talking specifically like Jurassic Park and The Walking Dead. So with the understanding that Jurassic Park is not, the whole world isn't inhabited by dinosaurs. It's just one park. Yeah. So you're right. From a population perspective, there's a lot less. It's, it's a little bit easier to control. And it, it, the, you think about how quickly zombies spread comparatively to, to dinosaurs, which have probably a, um, what, what is it called? Uh, like an incubation period where like the, like, what is it called? Like if some, something's, um, uh, like in the process of being birthed, there's a, what is that fucking word called? I don't, I can't think of it. No, um, no. Uh, gestation. Okay. Yeah. Um, the, de- the gestation period for a dinosaur is like years, at least theoretically. Whereas a zombies minutes. incubation period between you getting bit and you turning is literally minutes or hours. Yeah. So I would say dinosaurs would be easier to deal with than an outbreak of zombies. Sure. I got you. More controlled. Yeah. See, I took a different spin on this one. I didn't take a spin as far as survival of either, which I think is what the question is looking for. I looked at it as which one do I want to see the like more? (laughs) Which one do I want to be involved with more? (laughs) Uh, And I picked dinosaurs. Because when am I ever... The zombie apocalypse could very well be real in my lifetime. It could be. Zomb- or dinosaurs aren't coming back. Let's be no. real. <laughs> We're not going to rebirth dinosaurs yeah. anytime in my lifetime. But I feel like zombies I could see. Yeah. Probably any day now. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, man. I can interact with dinosaurs. That'd be cool. And I wasn't looking at like, oh, can dinosaurs kill me? I'm thinking like, you know, some of the less harmful vegetarian dinosaurs. Can I go interact with them? Can I go play with it's them? It's so plausible that people that are already dying that have I want to attack zombies or live in a zombie apocalypse on their bucket list could actually see it happen. It could really happen. It yeah. could happen. Dinosaurs are a lot less likely to happen unless we are getting good with stem cells, so maybe like an extraction of DNA, and then, I mean, that's the whole basis of Jurassic Park was Bingo. extracting Dino DNA. DNA. Dino DNA. <laughs> I love that. Um, I mean, maybe it is. Maybe it could happen in our lifetime. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I think... I would rather interact and see dinosaurs more than I would a zombie just because, like, I've seen people on basalts. That's that's the closest I want to get to a zombie. And, like, part of me feels like some of those, like, dinosaurs could be pets. Oh, for sure. Put a leash on a fucking stegosaurus. Dude. <laughs> and ride that bitch to the grocery. Fred Flintstone did it. I can do it. It's like... Hey, Tim, why didn't you get that new Prius? Well, I thought about going organic. <laughs> they, had a, they had a deal on Triceratopses. <laughs> Decided to snag me one up. The safety rating on this thing is way higher than your goddamn <laughs> Prius. <laughs> I like your answer. I admire it, though. You, went, you, you took it where I thought the question wanted it to go, and then I took it the complete opposite <laughs> direction. Like, which one can I have more fun with? <laughs> Um, all right. So next question, and there's two left. So this is uh, question number four. Would you rather be a virgin forever or have sex with your brother or sister one time? Don't think this in context of you have to have sex with me. Imagine that you had a sister. 
Mm. I would have to go with Virgin. Um, they're uh, in today's world with the age of the internet in the late nineties. Mm-hmm. There's a wealth of pornographic content that you can yeah. access. Sure. Some things that tie into your deep dark fantasies, role playing, bestiality, swinging, lesbians. Shit. You could probably even pull up threesomes. brother fucking a sister yeah. if you really wanted to. Threesomes, whatever. Yeah. And you could live your fantasy. Now, knowing that, also knowing that I'm a big VR guy, uh, as my last post probably clued people in on, uh, and I have me. been for years, we're not too far off from getting to the point where we could actually, and in some instances you can if you got, if you got the, uh, the right setup, can literally watch point of view pornography VR with your VR set. And you can buy replicas of vaginas or dicks or whatever you're into. Yeah, pocket pussies. Pocket pussies. Right, right, yeah. Not that I have se- one. And have sex with. Or three. Um, you pop on one of them goddamn VR headsets. And you're fucking. And you put down one of them latex skin, real f- skin feeling type of shit like vaginas and, and anuses if you're into anal. And you could fuck the shit out of that thing, and it feels pretty. Da- I mean, I would imagine. I don't know. <laughs> Speaking uh, from experience, I don't have one, but uh, I imagine it would be like almost the real thing. So, hmm. I'm technically a virgin. I didn't have sex with a living biological creature, but I sure fucked the shit out of that goddamn latex and felt like I was in a ha- having sex with anybody I wanted to in VR. Yeah. So I would say. Virgin. Do you ever have you watched the show Ballers at all? No, with, but I need to. With The Rock. Okay, so I think episode five of this season, The Rock's partner Joe, um, he's trying to get. So one of the clients that they have is this football player, defensive end for the Cowboys. Decides he wants to make an endeavor into like weed, basically, <laughs> not weed in the sense of like smoke weed, but like all the different good things that weed can do for you like medically and all that so but they're like you're gonna get in trouble with the league so then they're trying to find him a new like a new promotion or a new latch on promotion company that they can work with right that they that could sponsor him so they find this vr company and joe who's the rock's partner is like literally has the vr headset on like spot on his couch and there's like three ladies giving him a lap dance like the vr <laughs> thing and he's like he's like smacking their asses <laughs> so it reminded me of that when you said it i was just like oh man i guess that is pretty plausible yeah. definitely not that far away or dude they're making like body replicas now like people you could fuck literally Robots. like a human like a robot yeah, yeah like that's that's crazy to me. Like there's there's like ones you can get for five to ten grand in like the Netherlands. Damn, that's insane. Um Which is cheaper than having a real lover. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Long term. Yeah, long term. Unless there's like a huge maintenance package you have to pay for. Yeah, her pussy's worn out. I have to buy a new pussy for her. <laughs> oh, shit. Her gums are deteriorating. I'm getting excited. <laughs> um I think I'd bang my sister. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This is one that I kind of, I was on the fence about. 
I don't know. I don't what? know. I feel like it's so accepted in Game of Thrones now. It's kind of like it's just old news. What if it wasn't good though? Like, oh, I'd make it good. You could almost make it good. Well, maybe not. I mean, it's kind of like see, but that's kind of like having sex with someone who's roofied. But you could a... say that with VR too. It's kind of yeah. like it's that's a subjective point. It's I'm I'm gonna stick with the would you wouldn't you. My whole point is Jon Snow and Daenerys Targaryen can do it. If Cersei Lannister and Jaime Lannister can do it, why can't I do it? Are they technically si- brother and sister? Oh, shit. You son of a bitch. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler I know alert. He, I, know he's, boo, I, know he, I know his background, but I didn't know if they were brother and sister. Well, now they're fucking brother and sister. Oh, so shit. You might as well skip to the last episode of season seven. <laughs> <God> damn it. <laughs> so sorry. Dude, you should be caught up. This is old news now, man. That's your fault. I'm on the first episode spoiler of season alerts seven. Can, I, spoiler alerts are only extended for two weeks, man. After that, it's fair game. Okay. You can talk about what you want to talk about. Duh. All right. Closing one. Closing one. Closing one. This is probably my favorite. Would you rather crap... Your pants in public once a year for the rest of your life, or crap yourself in private every day for the rest of your life. (laughs) (laughs) One of these, one of these, I already do. So, (laughs) crap yourself once a day in private, uncontrolled, right? I'm assuming it's an uncontrolled poop, and you're like, "Oh, I soiled myself." Yeah, or crap yourself in public once a year for the rest of your life. So if you live eight, so let me put it this way. Let me, let me do some numbers for you. If you live, so how old are you now? Let's just say this starts when you're 31. You live to 80. Yeah. That's 49 years. So that's 49 shits in your pants if you do it once a year. That's 49 cleanups. And likely by the time you're 70, you're going to be shitting yourself anyway. So give yeah. a fuck. But if you did it every day in private for the next 49 years, we're talking... 17,885 shits that <laughs> you're going to be responsible for cleaning up every day. That's like, that's like that commercial for IBS. Like the guy's like, I can't play sports because I shit my there's, pants. there's no restroom close by. Yeah. That's um, your life. So imagine this cleanse that you're on right now, yeah. but just imagine that you didn't make it to the I'll bathroom. I'll be honest. It's been tough. I knew it would be. I told you. I told you last time we talked Holy about it. Shit. It was gonna be. It was gonna be a rough one. No jokes. Holy shit. Yep. Don't rock your intestines. It's been crazy. Um. Hmm. Once in public, or once in private. Every day. Every day. I would have to have so much fucking underwear. Seventeen thousand eight hundred eighty-five shits. Am I allowed to wear a diaper? Sure. So you're going to have to wipe yourself up. I'm assuming this could happen at any point in the day. Yeah. Yeah, total surprise. Yeah, let's, let's, let's just call so it's, it. It's, it's never, like, scheduled. It's but it's just in like, private. Like, you're not, you're not, let's just assume that you're always, you're, like. Better. I could be at my desk working. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, and I got to, oh, oh. And people are like, where are you going, Chris? Oh, nothing. I, I got to pee. It's no, it's coffee. Not, it's not, but that's public. Well, kind of, but I, when I think public, I imagine a scenario where where the public is aware that I've shit myself. This <laughs> says in public. It doesn't say exposed to the public. Oh, so it's not like the public's on like... You shit your pants oh and you go, god. oops, I shit my pants, everybody. Like, oh my god, I think that man shit himself. I mean, that I'm sure that would scenario would come up in 49 different times of shitting yourself. So let's just assume... Let's let's make an assumption that yeah, sometimes 
people are going to take note. They're going to they're going to notice what's going on. <laughs> they're going to notice a little brown in your trousers. Especially if you're wearing white or tan. Financially doing it every day would sound really terrible. Meaning like the cost of wet wipes and diapers and yeah, and additional underwear and cleaning and yeah. I'd go through more water, more detergent. Yeah. More electricity. Yep. But you spare yourself the embarrassment, the public. Is that worth it? If the public is only happenstance, that the public is aware I shit myself, I would probably go with the public. I would probably, I'd probably go with once a year, I might publicly shit myself, knowing that 25% or less of that one occurrence a year might result in someone taking notice to me literally shooting myself either by hearing me go or like smelling or, it or, go, or, uh, or, yeah, like, or someone smells it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you're like you're in a restaurant and you just crap Cause yourself. I can, I can come up with excuses like, <laughs> damn it. I thought I stepped in my dog shit. Or yeah. like, what if you're on a roller coaster and you shit Ooh. and it kind of, what if it's a spray shit though? Like what if it isn't just solid shit? Okay, so I'm injecting scenario. I'm I'm injecting other variables in here that don't need. So you would you would shit in public? Yeah, no, once a year. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Okay. No, that's admirable. I get that. Um, I agree. I'd shit in public, and the reason I agree with this is because I already shit in public once a year. So this is <laughs> there is no change at all in this scenario. Oh. Uh, You're I'm, like grandma. I'm. <laughs> you got grandma's jeans. I'm kidding. I don't shit in public. Oh. I do know somebody though. I had this funny conversation years ago, going to lunch with a with an old coworker, <laughs> and uh, we got on the subject. He told us this really funny story. I was rolling laughing. I think him and his wife were driving to Chicago at the time, and they stopped and ate breakfast somewhere. And he was driving back, and in the middle of the drive, like there was nowhere to stop. It was like. These, you know, the Indiana highways in Chicago, like, yeah, it just hit him all of a sudden. Like, there was just, there was no other recourse. And he shit himself and, like, inside the car, just shit his pants. Like, did it, like, twice. Damn. Like, it was that bad. And I'm laughing hysterically at this story. And he goes, dude, he's like, what? He's like, everybody shits their pants. He's like, it's common for me to shit my pants two times a year. He's like, and I feel like that's normal. And I was like, bro. That ain't normal. <laughs> like, there's nothing normal about shitting your pants every six months. Like, there's something wrong with you. You shouldn't be shitting your pants biannually. He's probably got, like, mild IBS or something. I think he does. And he's he's a hilarious person, so I'm not going to say his name. Like, Grandma. Still a close friend. Like, Grandma, pray to God we don't have this gene. Literally, this, uh, did, did you ever hear I'm this? I'm pretty sure it's because of all the kids she had, though. I think it just wrecked her. <laughs> just wrecked her. I think it just split her. straight from the back of the vagina all the way to the anus. The fucking anus. She lost, lost the muscle control. She lost all control. I'm pretty sure that's from kids. Um, do you, you heard the story. Um, no one will find our grandma because she's like incognito. Unless you play euchre. Um, <laughs> pinochle. Or pinochle. Uh, the story where she was with her aunt in the car and grandma farted but then debbie smelled shit like a little brown came out and she literally had dropped pellets out of her pant leg onto like the carpet floor in the car she literally shit herself didn't realize it <laughs> i did not and, like when she was adjusting not heard this yeah story. when she was adjusting her pants like turds came out of her pant leg oh my god dude that's like all loss of control yeah 
That's complete loss. Now her grandma has a farting. She has farting fits. I don't know what else. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she she farts and it's very sporadic. Like it just happens. Like she she just like she poots when she goes down like an aisle at like the grocery store. Yeah, just randomly walking like, around. All it takes is a step. Like when she applies the slightest bit of her body weight onto a leg while she's yeah. walking could result <laughs> in a poot. <laughs> Yeah. So, I hope we don't get that gene. Um, no, I'm pretty well controlled. But Plus, I have a really tight anus, too, so I think I'm good there. Yes, you do. I got a pretty, I got a pretty tight control over this. Mine's inflamed. Unless I eat Mexican or take tequila shots with habanero sauce. Mine's inflamed from cleansing. Then it gets a little dilated. Yeah. God damn. That's rough all the way around. Mine just looks like a... Raspberry glazed cake donut just popping between my butt cheeks. That's gross. <laughs> On that note, um, I had fun playing this game. This is pretty cool. Um, it's a nice change up from the, the uh, world conflicts. Yeah. And catastrophes. Yeah, we're usually, um, dare I say, we're a little. We're a little depressing. Some it's not depressing. This news, so you got to talk about it. But it can get a little deep. These kinds of things are fun. I like playing these little games. And again, it gives it gives the audience an insight to who we are. I always just pretty cool. I do think soon we need we because we're our audiences are growing. Like I feel like we should uh, not ask for like topics, but like if someone wants to bring up a question, and we think it's it's worthy of a fucking talk. We can just like have a, like 10 minutes of or 15 minutes of just answering questions. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Instead of always answering your fucking questions. <laughs> no, no. My questions are pretty good. They're pretty good. I like them. I like to moderate. Yeah. So we'll make sure that uh, obviously we won't do it every week, but we'll make sure that we continue to do. Would you rathers? Those are really fun. There's other ones too. Like I, I would like to do, um, what would you do and how much money would you do it for? Those, Ooh, wow, that would be those good are good. I like that. Those are really fun. So maybe we'll do that in an edition coming up. So anyway, episode 19, thank you everybody for listening. If you want to get a hold of us, you can get a hold of Chris on Instagram at big six, Chris slide into his DMs, send them dick pics. He loves them. Um, you can get a hold of me at the hot ticket pod. You can also get a hold of me on Twitter, which is, the hot ticket PC. I'm a little bit more active on Twitter now than I have been and posted a couple of stuff over the last couple of days. And it's kind of funny. So go take a look and uh, comment, share whatever you want to do, or you don't have to do any of it. And if you don't, then go fuck yourselves. <laughs> um, as always, please subscribe, rate and review. That is always greatly appreciated. And until next time, we will see you all later. Hopefully everybody survives this insane hurricane that is coming their way. Take care, everyone. Bye.